Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to this edition of DV Live. We have the honorable CEO, Eric Bruin, back on today in the hot seat. The grumpy guy today. <laughs> we're talking about frauds and scams. I'm going to be in grumpy mood today. That's why we're going to let Amanda be the happy person today. Hey, happy Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back. I'm, this is going to be interesting because this is you and me dialoguing now. So I know. So, hey. so This should be a little bit of a difference. One thing we kind of talked about last time was getting to know who we have on as guests and everything. So. Well, what do you want to know? Well, I already know your favorite movie. What's your favorite color? Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing it. <laughs> red? There we go. I'll say anybody who saw during the campaign, I, I had red face masks and... Uh, I use red. Red's a very strong color. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask people in the psychological world, they'll say um, very aggressive personalities tend to lean towards red colors. And you don't say. I tend to uh, be described as an aggressive personality. No. Yeah. No. Just slightly. Just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but but the hardest part is 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 I hate tacky colors, but but people always wonder. So like. Uh, you know, I love I love the white undershirt with the red shirt. It looks so tacky. It looks terrible. But I have to make sure that I have a white undershirt on because I got to switch into uh, mayor clothes for the night at oh. five o'clock. So I have, I have my own little wardrobe closet now here at the credit union. So you're just being functional. And, so I'm being functional so that I can I can pull my Superman routine and run out of here. So <laughs> there we <laughs> as, go, as we call it. Nice. More than a few employees have said, what is that rack of clothes doing in the back corner? And then you just tell people, shh, don't say anything. Just leave just, Eric, just let him be. Ignore it. Yeah. So we've had some updates here at the credit union. Yep. Um, anyone who stopped by, we have some fancy new ATMs out front. Two new ATMs. Um, they've been long in the tooth waiting to come. Um, mm-hmm. This was, uh, it probably would have happened last year, honestly, if COVID hadn't kind of, you know, jacked with the works a little bit. But uh, we had to get through one contract and these are, uh, you'll see them. They're new touchscreens. Um, they, they're nice. They're very. They're beautiful machines. And they're well lit at night. They're. They have new lighting on them. They're, there's a lot of real positives that are happening with them. The biggest thing to, that people would say, well, there's not anything new with them. No, but huh. the last machine that was in there was from when we moved in. So it was manufactured in 2006, and it's safe to say, like mm-hmm. any other piece of hardware, if you have a house that has a roof. Or a bathroom sink or anything else, they break down, and it's uh, it was replacement time. Time to upgrade. Yeah. It does also doesn't have a night drop for people that utilize that, but we do still have one on the southeast side yep. of the building. We put a new one in uh, mm-hmm. right in the beginning of last year, right in the early part of 2020 before uh, COVID kind of hit that was for our business clients. Well-timed, yeah. well-timed a, a problem to solve. But it's a much more secure because that goes into a, a locked vault that's that's a little bit different than what the other one was, which was a small wall vault. Mm-hmm. It's just better better overall for the members and then also cleaner for the surround. So. so for anyone who's aware of that, it is like you pull on the little handle and you plop your little deposit in there. And we pick that up every morning <laughs> and, and, that, and before the close of business day. So um, a lot of people would say, well, why would I want to use that just, just as a peace of mind? Well, if you put a check through a machine, right? ATM or whatever, you're reliant on the machine. Correct. The machine is making all of the decision-making. So if you put a check in the ATM, it's going to be held. We talked about this during the, uh, the mobile, mobile branch, uh, mobile banking, um, mobile branch versus mobile banking, mobile everything. We'll talk about um, mobile branch one day. Yeah, one day. Maybe we'll do a live out there. That would be, that'd be interesting. <laughs> we know we're going to have another fun live coming up. So, um, mm-hmm. but the, 
the idea is that when we can physically see the item, then we can provide you immediate credit for the item. Right. When the item goes through a computer system, we're not seeing the item to be able to provide that to you. And then it's going to be put on that hold human and, factor. Yeah. It's human factor is a very important technology is great and it allows for greater efficiency and greater convenience. But the moment the human factor comes out of the equation, then you have to expect the institution is going to be harder on making sure that our, our precautions are taken. Right. And, uh, that, that leads. I was like, that leads perfectly into <laughs> today's topic. <laughs> we lead right into the topic of today, which is how to not get your credit union staff extraordinarily frustrated with you. That and would never feel happen. Terribly bad because we we can only do so much to stop. And we all know you want to keep your money. Yeah, hard earned money. Let's be clear: there are hundreds of different scams and frauds out there. We will Hundreds. not cover all of them today. We are not, there is no chance we could even get close. No. Okay. But the fact is that if something sounds too good to be true, it is not. That's one rule. And the second rule is if somebody is asking for your personal information, resist, resist, resist. No matter how angry, how legit they how sound. How legit it sounds. I, I, had, I had business customers. When the California state was going through its um, COVID grant program, mm -hmm. they required the business customer to provide them a account number and a password for their online banking. The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And, <laughs> and they couldn't move forward. And they said, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, give them an account name. And any word you want, call it whatever you want. Yeah. Well, they said, well, they have to authenticate against it. Great. Then let them authenticate and then change the password. Do whatever you can. Do not leave that in the hands of the state government or anyone else's hands. Yeah. Your online credentials can be used uh, so manipulatively. And I, and put it this way. Yeah. We at the credit union would never ask for your pin. Nope. So no one else should be asking. Yeah. And, and I was very disappointed to see in the state do that. Or uh, I think it was a, uh, Lendocity or some, it was, a, it was an online platform. But the problem is that the, an online platform shouldn't be needing that data. And once you put it into the data, the data is inside now data fields, which means that it can be stored. We can be, it's stored. And the next thing that you hear is what? Uh, that we've had a breach or a hack or something yep. else. And, and and those things are still happening every single day. You may not be seeing the headlines because we, we have a bunch of other uh, inconsequential headlines running, but trust me, they're still happening every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just huge. So let's just break down some, some simple, simple thought processes that don't work. Okay. And I, <laughs> let's start with the gift card. Okay? Uh, the gift cards. There is no government agency on earth period that wants a gift card from Apple or iTunes or Steam or Google Play, Google Play. <laughs> for you to pay them. And they definitely don't need them in 10 gift cards in increments of 100 each. Uh, or or, or four, <laughs> in, four gift cards in increments of 500 each. Right. They will get whatever they can from you. And, and, and the, the reason for the gift cards is what's the complication. So, Amanda... Why gift cards? Why gift cards? They're easily accessible. Okay. I could go at nine o'clock at night to 
Albertsons and go buy a gift card. Yep. That's part of it. But now Period. let me explain to you the bigger picture from a uh, logics perspective. Mm-hmm. So the reason for gift cards is it cleans the money. Yeah. So if I take a Google play card, right. And you're being scammed and you give me all the digits that you've scratched off of the back. Okay. I put that Google play card into my device, wherever I'm using it. Okay. Well, Google Play, Apple, uh, each one of those gift cards, they don't track the purchaser. They don't track the redeemer. Right. Okay. And the, the money is now in essentially digital space. So what a lot of the scam companies are doing is they build apps with in-app purchases. So remember, I'm a scammer. I've got your, you to take money from your account to send it to give me the Google Play numbers, right? Right. So you give me $500 in Google Play numbers. I put them into my device. I go into the app that I built. With your own in-app with purchases. my own in-app purchases. And I buy. Your in-app purchases. My in-app purchases. And now the money has been completely washed from you and me because it went through a digital channel. All they have is the Mac addresses and that imaginary user mm-hmm. who they logged into, put the money on, and then sent it to the in-app. And, and so. can they say that this in-app purchase was fraudulent? No. No. It's a very logical game, but it's it's it, trust me, you, you do not want to get into the game. That's of so gift sneaky. Cards. It's well, that and, actually happened one time. We were sitting in a meeting and someone emailed me as Eric. Yep saying that he was tied up in a meeting and couldn't talk and couldn't reach his phone and needed me to go buy like eight gift cards. And I was like, Hey, you're tied up in a meeting. Yeah. What are these gift what cards are these for? Gift cards for? <laughs> we actually had that. Uh, so we've had that on multiple occasions. One, ca- one occasion they sent it to two different employees at the same time. And so what we did is we just, we pretended to be the, each of the employees mm-hmm. and we just did a text back and forth yep. to see how far they would, they would go. And uh, eventually, you know, of course, we got to the end and we'd done it about 30 minutes. And we said, hey, Cindy, why are you buying gift cards for Eric? I'm out doing that. <laughs> and it was and what we intentionally included the scammers text message in, in the process. Mm-hmm. We did it from a burner and you know, kind of kept our own identities behind the, the walls. Yeah. But it was comical because you could instantaneously see like what changed. It was it was uh, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to him? I told you not to talk to anybody. Oh, yeah. If someone tells you don't tell anyone or where your money's going, like, hey, we want you to go buy these gift cards. But if they say anything, say it's for personal use, personal use, yeah. or you have quadruplets and it's their birthday coming up. Yeah. And no. and, and if you really want a great way to hear and listen and learn, um, I got to tell you, YouTube is a fantastic place to go learn about these things. There are uh, there are incredible people out there fighting to prevent this type of fraud from happening. And and if you I, look at our wall, I posted a article yesterday that has links to the YouTube channels and the people that are fighting. Yeah, Jim Browning is a, is fantastic scammer bait. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God, why can't I think of a kid bodega? There's kind of, I've listened to, I listened so to several of them and, and, and the key is that they make them kind of fine, fun and funny. But the point here is that, um, there are groups internationally that are targeting Americans for just this reason. They first, they, they believe that Americans are not intelligent enough to recognize a scam. And two, unfortunately that they, they do significantly target elderly 
Yes. In the goal of getting them to not understand something. So out there, please, if you got a grandma or grandpa who's ever said, hey, I got to go buy gift cards, instantaneously stop them, ask a thousand questions. That actually happened. My 100%, my grandma got scammed because she thought my dad was in jail. Yeah. And sent money out for bail. And 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 all it is is they're is 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 they're playing on a natural naivety mm-hmm. that existed pre-internet. And they also pressure like they're yelling, pressure oh, everything. Yeah. They're gonna play. They play to every. So um, uh, you know, let, when we talk about the, the 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 most common scams that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, let's kind of let's kind of laundry list a couple of them for a few minutes. You know, the easy mm-hmm. ones. Okay, yep. so. So, you know, the number one um, with a bullet right now is the refund scam. Yes. So refund scam says, I call you and I say, you had a purchase on Amazon or you purchased um, software or something else and you're due a refund. So and that comes through email too. Comes through email, text message, mm-hmm. phone calls, all of these. And the purpose is to get you to call them back, right? Right. So as opposed to them calling you and waiting for you to pick up, which doesn't work, what these robocall centers do is they buy a million phone numbers a day. And uh, they just wild. pound. Mm-hmm. And they're hoping to get two out of a million that call them back. And then they can start to lead down the line of, of the scam. Right. That's why your phones are going crazy with potential spam, potential spam, scam potential likely. spam. Um, there's a reason for it. And, 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 you know, I certainly hope we find a solution to it at some point for our own sanity, but. And sadly, like we've kind of put our information out there when we check that I accept the cookies box. Yeah. And, 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 but the number of calls happens. So they get you on the phone, they say you're due a refund. So instantaneously Mm -hmm. what this psychologically does is the person is set with an expectation. They're going to get money from this. Now, if you dial a million people, how many of those million people are going to be in a position where the idea that they're getting money back right now in whatever their fiscal state is, is, is appealing? I mean, thousands. Yeah, right? thousands. You can't even put a percentage no. on it that, that's reasonable mm-hmm. because it could be the first of the month and it's rent due. It can be the fifth of the month and I get shoes for Johnny. It, it doesn't matter. The point is... Right that they're targeting the psychological aspect of you have a need. That like little winning factor is popping up. And then what they do is they log into your computer. They create remote connection with your computer and they have you log into your online banking, not realizing that what they're doing is they're literally mirroring and, and, and and copying your exact key. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's programs that, that, that register every key you press. And so they're on the other side, just registering your keystrokes, registering your password, registering your username, and they're bringing up your account. And they're, what they're specifically looking for is, what do you got? Yep. Okay. So here's the trick. If you got nothing, do you know what happens? They just hang up. They just hang up. Click. Done. Don't even wait any time. And what they maybe even do, which is even worse, is because they've made a remote connection with your computer is they screw with your computer. Yeah. They syskey lock it. They delete delete Windows files. They block things. You know, again. And so you start thinking something's acting up with right. my. Right, and the reason is because then hopefully you call back another one of their scams, which is the 
tech repair scam yep. to get your computer fixed. Or they monitor your bank account. Yeah. Oh, it's payday. Yeah, they don't even monitor. They just click. They <laughs> hang up. Because what they're looking for is they're looking for enough money in another suffix. Mm-hmm. So you got $10,000 in your savings and $1,000 in your checking. And what they're going to do is inside every internet page is what's called HTML code. It's what makes the page look like it does. Mm-hmm. Well, if you show encoding, which is one of the simple features on any web browser, you can see the exact fields that are being populated. Now, this is this is not normal internet thought process for people. Right. But what they do is they simply take the zero at your code. savings and change it to your zero in your checking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they say, we got, we're blacking out your screen in order to transfer your refund. And then boom, it's back up. And oh my God, we gave you too much money. We gave you too much money. What do you mean? You're going to, I'm going to lose my job. I'm, my family's going to be destitute. You have to send me back my money. Yep. And you know what they've done? Absolutely nothing. Your money is still the same. Your money is still sitting accounts. right in both accounts. And if you hit the refresh button, it'll still show. It'll refresh to show 10,000 and 1,000. Mm-hmm. But the logic is that you're not knowledgeable I'm, enough. And I'm now pressured because they're yelling at me and I'm worried about this guy's family. I just stole I just from met. this guy's family. I did what? I did this. I did that. I mean, it, it, guys, it, 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 that's the craziest part about the frauds and scams is they're very simple to see the scam. Mm-hmm. It's not like a magician's trick that you're trying to figure out where the damn elephant went. Okay. <laughs> it's literally, I opened a text box and I had you type keys in. Uh, yeah. That, that was a highly secure, highly every- secure wire transfer protocol program. It makes everyone feel dumb afterwards or, and embarrassed and they don't want to oh, talk God. about yeah. it. And yeah, absolutely. It's does. a vicious cycle. Yeah. And and so that that's the refund scam. And that scam, you know, if you think about all the basics that I talked to you about, you can then apply that to what they do in the other ones. So social security scam, they call you, they say, you have a warrant out for your arrest. Yep. You've been robbing from the government and utility and scam, y- y- the utility scam, the, the utility uh, SSN the Amazon refund uh, warranty. IRS lately with IRS uh, with COVID. Uh, uh-huh. You 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 are entitled to, you're entitled to an extra five thousand dollars in COVID funds, and we'll send it over right now today. Okay, yay 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 woo woo. I opened it up and and okay, here's what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the same HTML trick. Make yep. them think I put five thousand dollars in their account or six thousand because there's a thousand dollar handling fee that, that you, you pay, pay in, back in gift cards. Yeah. Gift cards. Remember, these are highly sophisticated payment methods called gift cards for, to the Google play store. Yeah. To a Google play or Apple. And then, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just a scam. And, and, and it's the fact is again, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't. And again, using some very common sense reality works very effectively. Yep. Um, it's just a fact. So, uh, and I think it's hard because people always get that draw. We are, let's admit it. We're in a pandemic. People need money. They hear it. Great. Cool. And then, oh, it's simple. I just have to give you some money back, but you pay me. Well, that sounds legitimate. We're both getting paid. You don't hear Is a scary, it legitimate? Yeah. You don't hear a scary statistic about 
society as it plays into that same psychology. Mm-hmm. Do you know what uh, the percentage increase of lottery ticket sales was in the month of March? Of this year? Uh, in California. There's close to a 220% increase in lottery ticket sales in the month of March. You want to know why? Stimulus. Bingo. Taxes. Stimulus and taxes. So. How can I get rich? Quick. Quick. So let's talk about get rich quick, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's a whole nother set or box of schemes, right? Oh, yeah. And the get rich quick is I'm going to give you some money. And what are you going to do? You're going to provide a service or do something for me. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to send me back some of the money I sent you. Is this an MLM? But yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not multi-level marketing, which is luckily that that's even, that's still a scam, but it's not nearly as bad a scam as these ones. Would you like to buy some of my essential oils today? But what I would like to do is wrap your car. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm Dr. Pepper. I want your car to be driving around Ridgecrest. With a great big old Dr. Pepper purple banner on it. Perfect. Okay. And and for the use of your car, we're going to pay you $5,000. Okay. Easy, right? Easiest money you ever made, right? Right. Remember rule number one. If it sounds, sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't. Can I haggle and you'll clean my car too once a month? You know what? No, I'll do one better. I'm going to send you $7,500 instead of $5,000. Okay. You keep your five, but I need you to send the other $2,500. To the company that's going to do the wrap for you. Okay. Okay. Oh, Perfectly reasonable, that right? That makes sense. I'm going to give you 7500 You keep five for your trouble for your car. Send 2500 over here. Okay. Everything will be fine. Right? Yeah. Cold beans. Minus the fact the 7500 is garbage. And so all of a sudden, what are you out? 7500 No, $2,500. Plus fees. Oh. Well, because remember the five thousand was was was, was going to be your twenty five, but you're out twenty five hundred bucks, right? Everyone, I don't math. You have fees, you have embarrassment. Mm-hmm. More importantly, is I guarantee you that money just came out of your account that that offset your rent, your mortgage, your utility bills, your kids' food money, your gas money. You mm-hmm. you're hit. So. Am I a victim or am I an accomplice in taking you, that money? You're a victim. Okay. Okay. And, and you're a victim of a scammer that you, you have no way to go back to because I guarantee you the Craigslist. And, and, and so where do these come from? Craigslist. Facebook marketplace. Facebook marketplace. Um, and anywhere where you can, you can act with an anonymity. Mm-hmm. Think about what is being told. So what are some other veins along? I, I use the wrap, um, but. Secret shopper. Yep. All right. I need you to go to Walmart and buy some gift cards and let us know how their service was. You just send me back the gift cards and you keep $500. Here's $3,000. Just take it to your bank, deposit it. No big deal. But it comes back and it's a turkey. But this is where some of the understanding your own, culpability does come into play. So you get that in the mail, right? Mm -hmm. Or if they want to pay via like Venmo. Yeah. Well, this is where I was going to get into cash app and Uh uh, Bitcoin. And, and, and I mean, I guess what, what the biggest thing is to be keep saying is, do you notice how we haven't had to take a breath in terms of 20 minutes of conversation about the number of different scams out there? This is not a joke. 
This we is experience serious. it every single day. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, we, I mean, I think our team does a, a, a bang up job of trying to prevent as much of it as possible. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I want to talk about the culpability because he's talked, am I a victim? You are a victim to a point. Okay. Right? Right. Let's talk about victim versus non-victim. Okay. I take a check-in for Secret Shopper. I bring it to the bank. I deposit the credit union. Ooh. Ouch. Ooh. That's a baddie. That tells you I'm, I'm what kind of mood I've been in. Um, and you bring it. You make the deposit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the check cut turns out bad. You are the victim in the process, right? Okay. You become culpable in our eyes and and not really in the law's eyes, but definitely in terms of your relationship with the credit union. When you make elective choices that that provide them more power, and I'm going to give you the easiest one, which is providing your online credentials and letting them start doing those deposits through mobile deposit. Uh, Because I gave them access. You gave them access. You gave them the key to go into the house. Mm-hmm. And try to rob it. Right. Up until that point, if you've been telephoned and scammed, you've been written a letter and scammed, you've done all those things, your culpability in my eyes is as a victim. If you make a very bad mistake, and we will work with you to try and rectify it, but you're still going to be out a bunch of money. Right. No matter what I do. On the other flip side, it's if I get- It's not like you guys can reverse that. Well, and if I, I can reverse a mobile deposit if I can stop it. Mm-hmm. But here's the key is there's ACH origination, there's mobile deposit, there's access to your account records, there's all these other things. And you can say, well, they, they did the team viewer, they logged into my computer, they did, okay, we'll work with you, we'll work with you. But the moment that you look at me and you say, I have no idea how they did it, and it's a mobile deposit, I will not stop questioning you until you tell me you gave them credentials in some way, shape, or form because I right. know you did. Right. That's easy to track. It's it's. I can track the IP address. Hey, guys, I can track the IP address where it started. <laughs> I can. The fact is that we know that that's where it starts. And this is why when we're talking about live stream and, and communication, please, your credentials are your private information. We will never call you and ask, what's your password to get into online banking? No. What's your pin? Anything like that. We will not ask that. And you shouldn't, you should protect it. I mean, protect it. It, Your, uh, what was it? Um, uh, I think I saw it about six months ago. It was a loan. You know, everyone needs a loan, right? It's an easy, quick loan. And it was after the fact. It was a mobile deposit scam and the victim was in and we were asking her, you know, what happened and she kind of walked us through so we could see. And she literally got, she responded to a Craigslist, got an email and it was a text document. And this is what they asked. And this person was, was willing to give all this information in order to get a $600 loan. Name, address, date of birth, mother's maiden name, social security, Previous address, online banking credentials, password, um, nearest relative, um, who they worked for, work phone number. I mean, it was probably 25 pieces of identifiable information with the big three being there. Social security number, okay? Mm -hmm. Date of birth, mother's maiden name. 
You can which, access anybody. Which are usually anything. very standardized. But I mean, just social name address. The person could have applied for a credit card in their name. They could have. I mean, the laundry list of fraud um, happened. So it's just you have to protect your information. Right. So so we've lied, we went about thirty minutes of me just banging the drum. I got a question. Should we share some of the funny ones? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Let's make this a little lighthearted for everybody. Should we share some of the funny ones? Okay, yeah. Okay, so we promise not to release the name of the member in any way. No. That's going to be the deal. Absolutely not. And if you're the member we're talking about on this video, I apologize in advance, but the circumstances remain humorous to us. You can come down and I'll give you a rubber ducky from my desk. Well, well, well we, we understand it's difficult, but it's still humorous to us, so. You know, first and foremost, we have the romance scams, right? And it's also not humorous on the member. It's humorous on the situation. Humorous on the situation. Yeah. The romance scam. The romance scam. Oh. So member that love usually involves physical contact. And love makes you do dumb things. And love is not. Um, <laughs> trying not to laugh at it. Can't put a price that. on love. Let's put it this way. If Johnny Depp calls you and says he's in love with you via via email and Facebook, you might want to just take a moment and step back and ask whether Johnny Depp, Johnny is, Depp is for real. Um, is this Johnny Depp with two Ps or one P? It was, I, I don't know. I never checked, <laughs> but, but his band, the Hollywood Vampires. Yes. Was um, very popular, apparently. Um, required a lot of money to go through the person's account in order to Provide it to his attorney, mm-hmm. Adam Baldwin. Okay. Oh, no, is that Alec Baldwin? A- Alec, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Uh, his attorney, Alec Baldwin. Um, and they were married. And I was so interested in this, you know. The, Not Alec and Johnny. The member. No, the member is very, very adamant that they they were married. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, this is the first time I've heard of this. I have never seen, you know, kind of this, the romance scam turn into a marriage. So. This says, one was no, well no, no. I have our wedding executed. certificate. Where were you married? Pasadena. Wow. Okay, this is getting serious. I gotta see this. I'm not kidding you. She <laughs> sent me a photocopy of a Pasadena marriage city yep. of Pasadena marriage certificate that had very clearly been whited out, and Johnny Depp and her name had been typed in in Xerox over. With the attorney signing as the judge. And God bless this woman. I'm not trying to be harsh. She literally broke down in tears because she discovered that her husband had been scamming her. Which at that point you feel, but at the same time, you're like, you're feeling a whole plethora of emotions. Yeah. And then, and, and on a side side note, um, th- this is a good side note for this one because we found out more details about what happened. Mm-hmm. Here's the best part. Do you know what the money was that was coming in? What was the money coming in? It was unemployment benefits from a different state for a different person's name. Oh, that's And it started right around COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it had been coming in for several months under Jim Smith's name. And she had been withdrawing it and sending it via... Cash app to Bitcoin. Why would that be? Because Bitcoin's not traceable. Traceable. 
Guys, it's common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to tell you, locally, there is a machine apparently at Albertsons that you can send Bitcoin to people. Really? Yeah. I, I've already asked that Albertsons manager to put a sign up there that says, if you are being asked to send Bitcoin to people, put cash in and convert it to Bitcoin and send it to somebody somewhere else, you better be doing it at your, your own, own peril and understanding 100% the risk. So this case that I told you, it's, it's north of $30,000 in uh, unemployment fraud against other states. And here's the fact is I have no legal jurisdiction to take action because we lost no money. Right. I have no actions I can take beyond terminating the membership. And the fact is that the person, Johnny Depp, can literally pick up the phone and explain it all to her. And if she falls for it all over again, we have no control over that. The level of scamming and 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 that is just opportunistic wild. is wild. Yeah, I'll go. I, I go another story. We had we had somebody we caught in the course of it in ACH origination fraud. Now this is where oh, this is a new one to me. Uh, yeah, you weren't you weren't here with us yet, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I felt very bad because she was a developmentally disabled woman. Okay. Very much romance scam once again. Again, these people are predators. Energy. They are predators, guys. They're not screwing around. They want you as a, a sucker. Mm-hmm. And she came into our office. We laid it all out with an officer. Showed her everything that had been happening. Mm-hmm. She said, well, no, I'm getting a house in Lancaster for us. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. We literally sat this far apart and we said, do you have anything else in terms of gift cards, cash, or anything else? No, no, nothing. I've sent it all. Came to find out 24 hours later that she had over $4,000 in our members' money in her purse and was willing to lie to us and the police straight-faced to protect her lover that she had never met for one day in her life. No. She was charged with, she was charged with misdemeanor robbery. Or felony robbery in that case. Because when, as soon as we found out, I said, I am not, nope. We're pressing charges as victim now. We did everything in our power to try and prevent and to educate and offer opportunity. And I don't want to sound like a jerk about it, but I'm not kidding around. We are fighting this every single day on your behalf, members. And yeah. we need your help. Due diligence right there. <laughs> There's not a funny one. But a scary one, and that person, you know, end up with a you know, mark a criminal record because everything that started as a scam, everything that started as a scam, but her unwillingness to accept that she was a victim, and that and comes into be, that embarrassment, right? That well, well, I mean, if you're a victim, reality. what I want to try, am I, am I going to criminally go and criminally prosecute you for for victim status if you if you're telling us everything? No, yeah. but literally four thousand dollars in her purse at that moment. Wow. And they watched it. She walked over to Western Union, sent it over to him. Wow. Yeah, that was a, that was a, I remember these because they made me very grumpy. It was a grumpy day. <laughs> but it's fun. No, I think it's good. And I mean, if you ever have any questions about a situation, if something feels off, you can always be like, hey, what's a contact number? I'll call you back if they give you one. You know, hang up the phone, call, call us. Call us. Give us the number. If you if you're give us the truthful bring, overview. Bring, bring bring the check in if you if you have a doubt, bring mm-hmm. the check in. We'll put it on hold. We'll find out the truth, right? Yeah. 
But but this is what they'll do to you. They'll say, well, well, why can't, when are you get the money? 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 They're going to keep calling, keep, keep calling, bugging, keep, calling. keep going, going, going. Yeah, well, so why are you going to the bank? Don't go to the bank. Don't, don't go to the bank. Don't, don't tell them what them. you're doing. Don't, 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 don't. Because what it does is it's, it's, it's um, house of cards, right? Yep. Flimsy at the flimsy uh, as soon as you take out one piece. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Once somebody recognizes it and gets that piece, they're in trouble. Um, So some other little tips and tricks that just for the end of this to share, you know, let's start with the first one. If you read an email that uses the word kindly. But it's not spelled right. And if you notice multiple spelling errors, including the infamous lowercase I. Here's your sign. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> we don't use the word kindly in our in modern vernacular. True. It's not used in email modern vernacular. It's not used in conversational modern vernacular. But it is used actively in, th- in, in India. Mm-hmm. It's used actively in Asian country. Kindly. Anytime you see kindly on an email and any misspelling errors, just yep. l- let the spidey sense on the back of your neck go crazy. And check the email. Check the actual email, the Absolutely. sender. Yeah, because we 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 came to sending sixty thousand uh, dollars on a wire fraud once, um, while I was in Washington D.C. This is a, another great story from. Uh, hmm. Ooh, this was fourteen, I think, two thousand fourteen. That's how long these scams. I mean, literally, they, they run the same scams over and over again. Now they're trying to get you to do the gift cards. But right. in this case, I had posted a picture of myself, Dana, and Chip Holloway at the Government Affairs Conference on G, uh, on Facebook. Oh, okay. And I had said, proud to be advocating for our, our credit union members in Washington, D.C. Well, they had been monitoring my Facebook feed as well as Desert Valley's feed. Be so careful what knew, you post on social media, yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they knew I was out of office. Then on our website, we had, at that time, the names of our uh, managers and their emails. Because we thought that was a good way for contact. Uh-huh. Notice they're not there anymore. So what they did is they reached out to my my number two in command of my v, uh, VP. Actually, I think it was just me and Chip. I don't think Dana had went yet. Okay. I'm remembering it. And they emailed her and said, hey, I'm tied up at GAC. I need to get this wire out ASAP. Can you please send it? Here's the details. And it was from Whoa. Eric.Bruin at... DesertValleyLilies.org. They had added one extra L where your eye doesn't catch that the email address is off. Right. Or and the they, title just says Eric Bruin if you don't even know. It just says Eric way. Bruin. You're not even paying attention to it. And so what they did is the, my VP started this correspondence back and forth with what she thought was my email. Mm-hmm. And all the way to the point that they had the paperwork filled out and the first authorized complete waiting for a verification because uh, wires go through a double verification. And she said, I don't feel right. I got to call him. Spidey sense. Spidey sense. One phone call. No, I'm not requesting any wire. Stopped it that close. And that's, that was for an educated, well Mm -hmm. understood organization, but they had literally done that, that triple L in the valleys. Okay. So that it couldn't get, so that they didn't catch that it wasn't the right email. So check your emails. Yeah. What is the, is this normal? I mean, 
Jim has never asked me to borrow money in my life, but he calls me right now and says, I need you to bail me out of jail right now. Exactly. Doesn't make sense. And in this world of technology, if they can't be reached, shoot them a text. Oh, pick up the phone. Yeah. Make a phone call. Do anything. You know, and, and, and again, go check back your to domains, that check it, everything. Even if though it seems emails. too good to be true, it isn't. Yeah. Um, they're psychologically playing on your need for that sense of, of fast reward, cash, a fast cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the best things I can, I can offer. I know we're, we're right about that time. Um, again, if you guys have any questions, comments, comments, them, emails, understand that yeah. we, we are proud and we, uh, we are proud to help you. If you feel like you're a victim of a scam, um, communicate with us. We will communicate with you. We will not hesitate to ask you a bunch of questions. Understand that that's not because we're trying to dive into your personal life, No, but we are working diligently to protect your funds because if your funds are taken, the next person that suffers is our general membership. If you're a loss, if you become a charge off or a loss. Mm-hmm. And the second is it works to degrade the entire system. Um, they, the scammer is out there again, go read, go listen to some of the YouTube videos. They're, they're almost frightening at a certain point. Yeah, they are. There's, there's literally no, um, there's no ethics involved in it. No, it's, it's almost kind of like, is this a real human? It's get as much as you can. <laughs> exactly. It's it's very simple. Because some go on for like four or five hours. Oh, but they're God, on the yeah. phone with these people. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Whoa. The, the best part is my YouTube scammers, when I listen to them, they, 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 they mark those as wins because they kept that scammer from trying to scam somebody else for yep. four hours. Checkbox. And, and kudos to you guys. You guys do incredible jobs. And uh, don't be shocked if I even tag in this video at some point. But there we um, go. The most important thing is, just if it doesn't seem to, if it seems to really be true, it's not. And protect your personal information. Mm-hmm. It's your information. It's not public information. Agreed. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. And if you have any future topics you want to hear about, anything else that's interesting, shoot me a message on Facebook, Instagram. We're gonna have some yeah. some big announcements coming, probably in the next couple. For uh, the next few months, months, definitely in the next few months. I yeah. want to just hit on one that we know. We have, we, we're ready and, and we're confirming. Member Movie Night 2021 will be returning on July 20th at the Ridgecrest Cinemas. So I don't want to, don't want to show, I don't want to tell you what our theme is this year, but we're having fun with it. I was going to say, and, if he's uh, starting to say any titles here, I'm going to knock this plexiglass and over. And the best part is that <laughs> on July 20th, that just happens to be a date for DV Live. DV Live. And we're going to try and do, um, Something different on the live stream, maybe from the Ridgecrest Cinemas yeah, uh, for, for some fun and just some change-ups. But uh, we're working on a bunch of fun stuff in the background, and we're looking forward to bringing you more this year. Summer's ramping up. Everything's ramping up from here. So Everything's coming. All the fun. Yep. Have a great day out there, and thank you for being with us. And uh, hang around 15 minutes, and we'll be back for City Talk. <laughs> Bye, guys.